and Mr. Strong. I don't know this song. You're strumming to right now. You're strumming to something. Silence. Okay. Give it What is that? No sé. Tiene un Ford Fiesta blanco y un jersey amarillo. Por el parque le vio pasar. No se ve malo para su matar. Voy a vengarme de ese marica. Voy a llenarme el cuello. Polvo pica, pica. Sufre, mamón. What is this song talking about? My back, bro. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Scatterroot Podcast. Rudy, what's up, man? What's I'm up, hype. Kevin? I'm hype. That's your like. That's your ish right there. That's rock, your niche. Rock in Espanol is definitely my shit. What does that rank like on your like level of? Or I guess what I go to. Of, yeah, your go to. It's pretty high. It's pretty high, uh, especially right now. It wasn't always that way. I go through phases, obviously, like I most need, people do. I need to get into that bag. But not rock in Espanol is like what I'll throw on more often than not. It's probably top three. Because I got like R and B. Oh, I need to get into that bag. I love R and B too. R and B is my shit. Like yeah, same. Division shit like that. Um. No, but Rock like Latino music like, oh. is particularly. Like, where does that rank? Oh, it's you? probably number two. Because number one is like Norteña. It's like Intocable Empezado are oh, my okay. number one. That's what I'll go to. Rock in Espanol and then Banda. Banda, uh, for a while, was number one, but it's falling down to number three. What would you, if someone is starting to get into Rock in Espanol, what would be some things? You got to start off with like Mana, I feel like. Yeah, so Mana's the one, yeah. for sure. But like, what else would you tell them to That's get That's the into? gateway drug, a little bit. <laughs> uh... I mean, that was a very good example. The Volume of Chica is great. Yeah. Uh, but who sings that? Uh, los, no, Hombres. Hombres, hombres G. G. Hombres G, yeah. Los Enanitos Verdes. Los Enanitos Verdes, another one. Lamento Boliviano. Y yo estoy aquí. Okay, I think I know this. Borracho y loco. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, man, that's my shit. That's my shit. Well, hey, I need to... We'll have an episode about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully we'll get a better... <laughs> well, you know, uh, what's three, up guys three squad out here you know we'll talk about that in a second but uh what's <laughs> up guys thank you uh so much for listening today um and this is uh a episode that uh i think kevin and i wanted to have it was kind of inspired by i guess like the timing of easter being around the corner right like we were just having the discussion about easter and a couple of things and that kind of opened the door to some, I guess, like traditions that we have, whether it be like on a holiday or even just in general, right? Like differences in like small traditions between like, I guess, like Latino culture and in our experience, right? Mexican culture and then some American traditions and then kind of like this now, this melting pot of traditions that, that we have. You're, I think, a little bit more of like a like Mexican traditionalist. Though. I, I think that you're you're not as open to like accepting american <laughs> traditions <laughs> what are you trying to say you don't want to do these american things yeah, it's not that i don't i just don't like i don't know i never sure. did them so it's like i don't feel like but like I, what yeah give me I, an example i think i think we're figuring it out i don't know something like like thanksgiving 
we do it but i don't know i think we just do it out of like compromiso yeah that's what i'm saying but like, you, it doesn't you, signify like what it signifies to the people i guess like we just sure. do it to get together and eat some food yeah but we don't do none of that but i think that's kind of what the conversation will kind of lead us into is i don't do fourth of july at all nope even just like on your own no so what do you do on that day you just sit at home and do nothing yeah on your day off? Re- regular schmegular mm, interesting yeah see i do but i think it's just because everything else like is... my cousins will pop fireworks but just because i mean it's popping fireworks but that's still the thing right yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. celebrating it in some way shape or form i said my cousins i never did it but i did us never did it. i was a good kid i was you know i think that's what we do I, right I, like we like we pop oh fireworks. no terry put it in reverse <laughs> <laughs> shout out to terry i hope he's doing well um no but i mean that, that's the kind of the whole point right is like i think there's oh. little traditions that like are kind of becoming a part of our you know culture he being like latino americans um and we'll start off i think with some that are i guess more rooted in like our parents roots and like our upbringing you know and then some that are a bit more american and kind of this in between um but i i do want before we get started again kind of provide context for the conversation right let's uh temper expectations and all of our i don't want to temper anything (laughs) but like all of the topics and discussions that we have are from uh and we understand that it may be a little bit limited, but this is from like our perspective and our point of view. Like, I don't think we're here again to like educate. I've said this on multiple a times. Specific. I don't know shit about topic. Shit. Exactly, I don't either. And that's kind of my reality, right? Is that there's a lot of things about like my culture that I don't know. And I think it's funny to laugh at people that don't know shit about shit. So you, if y'all want to laugh at us, I laugh at myself all the time. Word. So I don't know that. I I think just you know definitely re you know establishing that again is saying that like hey like you know we we don't. We aren't going to dive into the details of every topic. We're just going to kind of maybe introduce them, give some background, give our own perspectives, and I guess make it relatable to like other people's potential experiences. But again, these are our own, so we can't really... No, and dead ass, like we're trying to keep this like... Project them. A time. It's, it's For sure, it's really hard. Because there's been times where we'd be like, dang, man, it's been 45 minutes. Like, Yeah, like last episode, uh, we could have definitely go longer and, and that's almost like we're with like all of them yeah, yeah yeah for sure so i guess just you know set a reminder there for uh everyone that's engaging with us but again thank you so much for engaging with us and listening to you know and if there's and stuff we miss man let it like for sure and i think that's, that's what point. really excites me is when people say like hey like what about this what about that hey you guys did we'll come back to this it. topic i love that we'll come back to it because that gives yeah it gives us a reason to one come back to it maybe provide like a different perspective and that's what this whole thing is about. It's like starting these conversations, addressing, you know, all these different uh, experiences that individual people have and them contributing to the conversation as well. So, hey, give us that feedback. Give us things, you know, that you, you'd like for us to talk about and discuss. And, you know, hey, we're here for it. We love it. So, mm-hmm. and with that being said, again, let's jump back to what the episode today is about. And this is about kind of like small traditions, like kind of differences here and there. Mm-hmm. And we won't go into all of them, but there's definitely some that we want to start off with. Is there anything that kind of jumps out to you, Kevin? Or well, I mean, we... just the fact that Easter's around the corner. Could yeah. probably just start there. I think let's start there. So I think the, the one that kind of stood out to us was was what? Uh, los cascarrones. Is, is that how, is that pronounced? Cascarrones. Are we pronouncing it correctly? I don't know. I think so. I call them coscorrones. I don't know if that's just my ignorance. I, to be fair, I haven't participated in said event or said thing since. Yeah, like, you don't do this. To, no, we are, we honestly don't do a lot of Easter stuff. My family, like my family, is not a big Easter. I don't know why. We just we haven't really celebrated Easter. Well, you know what we do do? Do do. Show a child. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. We uh, make a pirotada. 
Capirota is very typical Eastern. I don't know if that's a like, lot of people do that, right? That's what do you mean? Can you describe what capirota is? Basically, like bread pudding. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, just like layers of bread and maicena. At least that's what my grandma uses. I don't know anybody else. Uh, I think so. I think that's what my and it's topped with like cocoa, nuez, y pasas, coconut, uh, walnuts, and I hate raisins. raisins, but I'll eat it then. Yeah, she'll usually make two. She makes one with raisins and one without raisins. Okay, shout and out. She's to her. mindful. Shout so, out. But yeah, that's a very typical, uh, at least Mexican. I can't speak to anybody else, but yeah, Mexican dish. I think yeah, that's a kind of fucking a love something. Yeah, I, I, I rock with it too. Um, but back to the cascarones. Yeah, so I think cascarones is what? Like the head thing? Like when someone gives you a nugget or whatever it's called? I don't know. Cascarones. I think it refers to like the cascara del huevo, way. Yeah, that's. I know that's but cosco, the word that I'm pronouncing. I think the coscorron. I don't oh, know. This no. is, move on. Okay, so. <laughs> well, anyways, describe him though, actually, because people so, might not know what the hell we're talking about. You take uh, an egg, right? That I mean, in most cases, I remember like we would collect them, and like you would like make eggs, and like you would crack them at the top, and like only let the egg come out there, so that at the end of it, you wash them, you fill them with confetti. Some what is that? Do, the, the shell. The shell of the egg. Yeah, yeah just. Yeah, the shell. Can you imagine the the wibble? <laughs> Um, <laughs> you fill them with confetti. With some people do like sprinkles. Some people do flour. Yeah, flour is one that flour. sucks. I yeah, hate that, that one. Tough. Like I hate it. And then usually we would do the Easter egg hunt, right? Just mm-hmm. like with the kids. And then that's preceded by the mayhem and madness of you know cracking these eggs on people. Then it's mostly like fun and games. Dude, the I do flour miss one it. crosses the line a little. Nah, bit. No, I do miss that. I miss that. Just like sneaking up was behind someone. Sas, cabron, and you just. <laughs> Got him. Pop up straight in yeah, there, bro. Yeah. I used to like take pride in not being able to get caught. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I was like the quick. Don't one. catch me sleeping. Like, exactly. But then I would always let myself get caught. Yeah. But um, but I think uh, that's something that I guess we weren't really completely <laughs> sure if that's only specific to us. But in my experience, I hadn't seen Americans doing that. Like I, I I'm pretty sure that this is something that's mostly we need a white correspondent we do maybe we need yeah maybe we, we i don't know as far as i know they only do like the egg part yeah and i think that's something that most people do um and, and again like eastern itself is a catholic tradition and then hey you know what i just thought of or like, not catholic tradition is part of the catholic culture right or catholic like religion easter like those chocolate bunnies and like bunnies do we do mexicans like have bunnies on easter like oh that's a good question we, is that a thing is there a conejo i don't think is there an easter conejo yeah right i don't maybe i'm trying to like I said let us morning. know because we obviously <laughs> i think i just like cracked the code i don't think we have I don't uh, know. easter bunny but i think that's the whole point right of like this kind of thing is like like we celebrate easter differently mm-hmm. right even though like we're neighbors and like culturally like there's some differences there but um but i, th- I, I, don't I think know. i just got confirmation that there's no such east uh bunny there's no mexican easter bunny yeah there's no easter conejo no interesting no what would his name be I don't Benito? know. Benito? <laughs> That's probably as good as any. You see what I did there? Dang. El Conejo Malo. You're, you're El Conejo Malo. <laughs> you're, you're, your FBI agent is knocking at your door right now. But um, but no, and I, I think when we started to have that conversation, right? So Coscarrones was what, right? Cascarrones. Cascarrones, sorry. Chingada madre, Rudy. Um, shit. Hey, and shout out to my madrina because she would always be the one that would really go like out of her way to like... Because you can buy them at the store, right? You can like buy them pre-made, which I think is kind of like... I did not know this. Whack, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's it's cooler when you put in the blood, sweat, and tears. Because you, like, color them as well, then right? You paint like, them. With watercolor. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, fun for the kids, too. Yeah. You put um, tissue paper on top to glue them out. It's kind of tedious. It's a lot of work. But, you know, 
my i know my family starts collecting them like december like right after christmas like december through march and then Wait, Easter comes around. what do you mean collecting? the eggs like right, because you make breakfast. Like you just use the eggs that you cook with. Damn dog, I'm saying we haven't done this since I was 12, ten. I don't we never did this. a great job myself, like my direct family, of like preparing for it. But we definitely participated. And I remember I get to my madrina's house and she would have like a carton for everybody. She'd have a carton oh, okay. of eggs. So shout out to her for cool. making that. Sounds shit. like a blast. It bro, so much fun. It's it. I, that's definitely something that I want to like take on. And that's the question I'm asking about a lot of these. Is this something that you really enjoy that you want to? Yeah, do let's bring it? that back. This, this it didn't go anywhere well, you just stopped participating in my family dude there you go like uh, <laughs> this is a message it. to my family yeah, if you're go, out there it. listening hey, let's you bring have, it back you have a week <laughs> <laughs> but um you gotta start collecting now so that was okay again it's rooted around easter and we start to see that there's a lot of traditions that are kind of s- sprout from religion and like religious days mm-hmm. for example even a, even another one with easter right is like la semana santa mm-hmm. like there may be there is a holy week right like in like catholic churches here in the u.s but in mech i know in mexico it's a big ordeal like it's like the whole week is everyone's very kind of on board with celebrating it together i think like you're not even supposed to drink all week or something like I, maybe I don't, I don't know the ins and outs but but i know like in in, Me- in like mexico it's it's a bigger deal like as opposed to here in the u.s right mm-hmm. like I, I guess because the community isn't as like involved individual like i guess collectively it's hard but you know mm. you okay there I, I gotta sneeze <laughs> my allergies dog you've been like straight talking ass, Give me like, time to <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I, yeah I mean I, I, I obviously don't know too much about that yeah um, it, it, it was just something and then again we go don't from crucify that me on to more right so there's like the other la region Oh, yeah, that one is huge. Huge, especially huge. in Mexico. Yeah, that one is huge. I mean, even here, like, they, they even, like, televise, like, Las Mañanitas. They'll have this whole thing on, like, Univision all day or all night, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they take, like, celebrities, like, big celebrities, big artists, big singers to go sing to the Virgencita, to whatever it's temple a big day. that is. And, and it's always, like, the same church, I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it's, like, a certain spot. Uh, to sing to La Guadalupana. And yeah, they just sing Las Mañanitas and serenade her a little bit on her day, on her birthday. Yeah, I, I definitely know. Like, When is it? December know? 12th. Yeah. And it's it's if someone is born on that day, like if you're, at least if you're a woman, right? Uh, either or. I know mad guys named Guadalupe as well. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know that many. Yeah. If any. I know a, a guy who's married, whose name is Guadalupe and is married to a woman named Guadalupe. Dang, are there kids Guadalupe Jr.? <laughs> Juniors? No, no. Dang, but yeah, that'd be cool. That's crazy, right? But yeah, no, yeah. If you're and born, you on, that, born on that day, like the chances of you being named Guadalupe are extremely high. Super high. Yeah, super high. I have a tía named Guadalupe. And actually, yeah. is her birthday on the twelfth? Yeah, and it's a whole celebration. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, yet. no, no. But no, it's no, like it's saying. a whole. There's definitely like a whole celebration as well. Like I know, like uh, you go to church like earlier that day, and then oftentimes, I mean, I'm sure different churches celebrate it differently, or maybe they don't. I don't know. But they'll have like almost like a reenactment of when La Guadalupana appeared to crap. I'm, I'm not a good Catholic. I'm sorry. <laughs> to when he, she appeared to Jose, Juan, somebody. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know the general story, all right? The man goes up to a mountain. She appears to him. She tells him, hey, go tell him I'm here. He goes down to the church. They're like, dude, you're tripping. You're crazy. He's like, I'm not crazy. I swear. They're like, bro, you're on some... Mm. And he goes back up there and she's like, here... Like, take these flowers because there was no flowers on them. I'm 
I don't think you know any I'm of this. I'm not any better than you are. <laughs> like take take them these roses, flowers, or some something, and, and uh, sh- like because there's like the whole hill was like dead. It had no yeah like plant life or whatever. And then she so he has him on his little sarape, I think it's called su, su little poncho thing. Yeah. He así las tiene like a sack, you know. He's got the flowers, and then mm-hmm. tell us wa- more, tell us more. He walks on down to the church, and he's like, "Look, she told me to bring you this," and he like. Like, let's it go. And it's the image of La Virgen on his... Uh, the one that we see everywhere. Yeah, on, on his sarape. And then that's... They reenact that. Hey, I, we are on the same boat, dog, because I probably I, need to... I promise you, I know what I'm talking about. I just don't know that guy's name. <laughs> Juan Diego? Juan Diego. Dang, I should have known that. Like, hey, I said Jose or Juan. I'm pretty sure I said both. San Juan Diego. Uh, but yeah, Shout and, out. And, and yeah, they have that. Then they have like whole danzas to like they, they have mal mal crap. Oh my god, malinche mal malinchin. Hold on, dang, <laughs> we finna expose ourselves. But um, yeah, no, I mean like matachines. Uh, that's oh, my bad. Matachines. yeah, yeah, we should have known that. Yeah. My dad was matachin. My little sister was matachin. Oh, were they? Yeah, she was. Yeah. But they're not like focused on La Virgen, right? That's just like a dance. They, I mean, it, I mean that's like one of the biggest days, like for them, right? Like when they go. Mm-hmm. I just remember, like my sister when she would go to practice, like it would always get really intense right before, like that's Semana Santa. That's that's like their Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a perfect analogy. You got to make the analogies. Yeah, make but the people it, understand. Per- yeah, that's no, that's a perfect one. Yeah, and and um, but they do just in general. I think perform at like other like whether it be like ceremonies or mm-hmm. whatever. Wherever they're requested. I, um, I'm not going to speak on because I don't really know too much about what they actually like stem yeah. from or root from. And I again, just, I, I think that's a perfect example of kind of like where we live with some of this, right? I'm sure there's a lot of like Latinos who are probably maybe uh, better Catholics than we are that can say like, no, this is definitely more a part of my identity. But in general, right, like I know what a matachine is, like my sister was one, but like it's not something that I can like really speak to like being a part of like my overall experience. I'm just familiar with it. But I'm kind of like in this I like think they also in have, where I don't know. A I think lot they about also it participate on like uh, Dias de los Santos. Like Dia de Santos are oftentimes celebrated. Like I for I at least know for the, like San Judas Tadeo, he has a certain mm-hmm. day where they'll have kind of like a, a little festivity for him as well. Have like food, and they also have like kind of it may it may not be matachinas. I don't know, but they have like danzas for for San Judas Tadeo as well. I, I had that one pulled up as well. Because um, San Judas Tadeo is big. It's not. Re- I wouldn't say it's really like a tradition, but this. The symbol that is San Juan Estadio is big amongst Mexicans, for sure. Yeah, the saint of lost causes. Yeah, everybody has like a cadenita or, or mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a little emblem hanging from their car or, or something in their house. Something along the lines yeah, to but, represent but, but, San Juan Estadio, for sure. Yeah, every October 28th. I can give you the history of San Juan Estadio. It's not, this is not a history podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding, Let's I can't. Jump in. But no, like there's a lot, again, right, the, the point that I was just making, that there's a lot that are rooted in like religion. Um, moving on from that one, like there's around christmas time a bunch like mm-hmm. and more than we can even really like dive into but a few that i think both stood out to us like one would be like posadas mm-hmm. and that's one that like similar to what you were just describing for the other Virgen. i have been there i've sat in the room as a kid uh i, I mean I, I, I didn't actively participate all that much so posadas are basically just kind of uh, in Christmas carol form, kind of just singing, representing. That's what I said. I was like, they, they they remind me of like the Christmas carol of, but but it's different. Yeah, right? it's it's very specific. It's representing yeah. like a, a, a Maria y José. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, going door Mary to door, going door to door, trying to find you know somewhere to some, stay, somewhere to stay mm-hmm. as they're about to give birth to baby Jesus. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me, 
like it's very there's very specific lyrics it's almost like a reenactment like you it's sing exactly it, what it and is. you assign parts like hey you're the you're mary and joseph and you guys are the uh housekeepers or the, the people mm-hmm. in the house and you're gonna sing and you sing certain things like hey let us stay da, da, da. i don't know the lyrics i forgot like much like yourself i was just kind of there yeah but i was a kid i was just like yeah, and i'll be like all right cool like i know we're finna go i just remember the like, rhythm is so funny like the, the i don't know i can't even remember but i just remember like my cousin singing it and it sounds awful so, like, <laughs> so this is this is one where i'm now interested in like right because the other region i think is going to depend a lot like on like kind of what your religious and even posadas for sure like right on how i guess catholic you end up raising not just your kids but like you know living your life here in the future um but do you see like what do you think your relationship with like posadas and everything like do you do you see yourself actively participating in some of these traditions that like as a kid you were just kind of there i don't think so only because the fact that i don't think we do that much now like again within our family like we've done posadas or done the posada or whatever like maybe twice in the past 10 years like it's not something that my family like actively implemented in our christmas uh celebrations so i don't have it you know ingrained in me so i probably wouldn't pass it down not because i'm against it or anything it's just wasn't a part of my own it's not Christmas like, experience. You don't have the foundation to even like mm-hmm. like Like I said, I've done it literally once or twice. Yeah, I've been there a bunch. I've been to like several. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I just I don't remember like I never really participated. I was just kinda there. You know, the kids eventually just kinda run off and do their own thing, like you know, like like Resta Ser Rosario, like when you like when you need to, like yeah. when it's about time to eat, like then you kinda show back up. But like yeah. for the most part yeah, I, I think that's kind of what's what's interesting to me about like this whole conversation is, for for someone like ourselves who is kind of in between, what do some of these traditions that we semi experienced growing up look like in the future for us and for our kids? And so some of it again is specifically the religious ones depend on. Yeah, what's much bigger for me, uh, Aaron, is on. So first of all, like Mexicans, all usually always celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. right? Like on Noche Buena. Noche Buena. That's, uh, that's that's another one that I have here on the list. That's when we have that's our get together. Like we have dinner on the twenty fourth, and uh, that's when we do all our the or at least that's when we did the posada. The very few times we did it, and that's also when we uh, rezamos el rosario. So we said like uh, we pray the rosary. How you say mm-hmm. it in English? I don't know yeah. how you say it in English. Um, yeah, you said it right. Okay, I think. And uh, the way we would do it. Uh, at my place i don't know about you uh, i can ask you in a second but so or you can tell me in a second uh we would like uh all sit around obviously the christmas tree and we have a usually also like a very big nativity scene now, i don't know if that's like an american yeah, thing, i think that's another like mexican like, families more often than not go hard with the nativity scene underneath the tree and there's all there's always one there yeah. i have seen like with americans they tend to set one up outside their house if they do oh yeah like the little like if you if you dri- if you drive through like like the rich neighborhoods over mm-hmm. in like north dallas and like even like highland, highland park, park and stuff Jinx, um, personal jinx, soda. <laughs> Knock on wood. um if you especially like in catholic neighborhoods because there's a santa monica is over in north dallas which was like one of the closest catholic churches uh, to me and there's a lot of really like it's an affluent neighborhood kind of nearby and there's definitely a lot of like nativity scenes, but they're outside and like they're like really big mm. and like yeah, some of them are inflatable. I think I've seen more of that as opposed to what I've seen like in Mexican households where like there's one underneath the tree and it's a part of like the they'll whole... even have like dirt or like little grass, like actual yep. dirt and grass and stuff, and mm-hmm. they go hard. They have baby mm-hmm. Jesus in there with all the hey, little and that figures. That baby Jesus of... is so precious. Like my mom, oh my. Like, oh, and they take care of it. Care of it, bro. Yeah. Like they. And it's they, like passed they, down for years. years like them things bro. are. 
Yeah. My yeah. mom like would get, like got one. I can't remember how like. He's and rode back with it from Mexico to like the U.S. In, with it in like in her hand. <laughs> you gotta like, take care of it. They're fragile. Yeah, they're, they're fragile. They, they are like kind of like porcelain dolls. Yeah, they're like they're like that are fragile. So but. back to what I was saying, we all sit around that, and then we were praying the you know the Rosario. We're saying all of our Padre Nuestros and all of our uh, uh, Ave Marias and stuff. And as we're doing it, they usually pick like one uh, like a, a a a couple like you know like a married. Yeah, they choose to. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll choose a, a boy and a girl, and they'll uh, like kneel in front of the nativity scene while holding baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. And with each like passing misterio, like section of the rosary, they like put an article of clothing on him. Like they'll put his little socks on. Yeah, like socks. Yeah, and, and until he's like fully dressed by the end of the the whole rosary. Mm-hmm, and that, mm-hmm. that's that's something that we do every single year. My really? Family. Yeah, my family does that every single year. See, we don't. And as children, it was a drag, right? Because as kids, we're just trying to play. We're just trying to open our presents. We're trying to open the yeah. gifts. But now, gro- sure. I, as I've matured or whatever, like I definitely appreciate it. And I, I think do you pretty, think so now that one, that you have a little bit of a stronger... I would definitely like to like uh, continue keep that. that keep that going. And then uh, how we ended off now is, is... Wait, do you do that? Do you as well? Oh, you said you've only done it a so couple times. I, so it's, it, it's depended on the where we've been right like as a family just within our own household no we do have a nativity scene at least we used to more like now we just have um i'm trying to think what what we did the last few years well maybe it's just baby jesus under the tree these last few years but like we used to have a nativity scene but whenever we used to spend christmas with like like my madrina or like with like more family than just us then yeah like we may have like i remember doing it then especially with my with my madrina but um gotcha not consistently like ourselves but like we like where it was a household tradition gotcha well yeah i mean i i think most of our christmases we spent with like our all of our uncles and aunts and mm-hmm. stuff and grandma and so yeah but what i was gonna say is how we finish it all after that is after we're done with the rosario like they pass baby jesus around on like a little uh basket or something like his little I don't know, crib or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any words. <laughs> and there's usually, so he's there and they usually have like a, it's, there's a assortment of candy. It's never great candy. Like hard candies just around him and they pass him around and you give him a little kiss on the forehead like a little, little yes, I've, and oh, you take you a know candy. What? I remember being a kid and being like, why are we all kissing this? this, this proportion? <laughs> Not in the COVID era, let me tell yeah. you. And I remember like my parents would like do it with like with such like grace and like mm-hmm. passion and be like, and I'd be like, like, dang, I wish I got a kiss like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I just don't, no, calm down. I'd just be like, you know, just real quick. Because it was, it, it, again, like, it was weird, but I definitely remember those things. I think a part of me would like to definitely, like, go back and, like, do them with intent, right? Like, like where I'm actually, like, actively participating and engaging, just to kind of see how I feel. Because I think it, uh, this whole conversation has kind of led me to think that, like, what traditions do I want to kind of carry on? And, and again, the ones that we've discussed thus far are very rooted in, like, religion. So a lot of it's going to depend, again, on that relationship that you have with, you know, the Catholic Church in this circumstance. Because all these have been Catholic. But um, Just right now, with no further, like, knowledge of you and who you end up with or whatever, do you think you would want to keep on with the I relationship? I think so. Gotcha. I think so. I think I definitely want to, like, kind of get into a little bit more. Like, for us, like, Christmas involved. Like, sometimes we would go to, like, uh, Midnight Mass, which is called, like, Misa de Gallo. Is that what it's called? yeah we just made mass so we've done midnight mass before and again the, the i think the biggest distinction for the tradition that you know latinos make versus like here in the u.s is like, we celebrated on the 24th like you know beginning to end like christmas oh, like and then the, 25 is the recalentado is, we do a recalentado but like usually about like 
noon or one like the day's kind of done like yeah. you know don't really do much and even then the only tradition that i've now started is i watch basketball uh, on the 25th yeah on the 25th because you know it's do Christmas, you, Christmas so day do you when do you open your presents when does your family That's midnight yeah on okay, the stroke same, of midnight same season as soon as like the the, the class and sometimes like as of recently my parents have been like hey we're getting tired 11 30 45 yeah exactly let's go <laughs> ahead and get the gotcha well they at least start like you know like those repartimos right well like yeah this one's for you this one's for you expect just you, like, open it later at your own leisure i'm gonna sleep yeah and then we'll go ahead no we'll, we'll stay staying up but okay. we'll get prepared so that at midnight there's no like em- like this is there's go. no delay we're... everyone open your gifts gotcha um which is something that i definitely want to like and, and whereas do. the typical american they wake up christmas morning in their pajamas and you they got their eggnog in and their... movies and like yeah. all like you know and like, i'm like can't relate at all all the kids running down in the I'm morning sleep. Cause they all live in two story houses, cause they're all rich, uh, and they and they have chimneys and uh, AC and, and they left cookies the out fridge. because they can just afford to leave cookies and they out. Leave cookies, yeah, I know. Like, the fuck, <laughs> you got me I can up. never relate. If, if I left a plate of cookies and milk out, my, my dad would be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, like I wonder if that's a thing at all, like leaving cookies out. Like I wonder if anyone in Mexico does something like that. That's, yeah, I don't know, dude. I would yeah. doubt it. I exactly, really that's what I'm saying. It. And so, again, like another uh, interesting distinction. Um, but yeah, so something like that, I definitely want to continue mm-hmm. myself because I think that's cool. Like, it, it's one of my favorite times of the year, and I, the the that entire like the 24th from you know around the time that we start getting ready for dinner up until we open gifts and go to sleep. I think that's just a beautiful time. So yeah, I definitely love Christmas as well. That's definitely my favorite holiday. Just for like, you know, there's nothing like bringing everybody together and you know eating together, praying together. Uh, facts. If that's your cup of tea, for me it is. So facts, facts, facts. That's I love it. And then so shortly after Christmas, and this will be the last one again. I tied a little bit back to religion. Is the other Reyes Magos, mm. and then now we kind of have this. That's uh, the full circle. The opposite side of the coin. Yeah, because yeah. we now we made it back to Easter. Yeah. Uh, so the, the the opposite side of the coin would be uh, what do we call it? Um, like Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday, mm-hmm. like that whole. I don't know. There's a difference there between the way we do it and the way they do it. Yeah, yeah. So the other Reyes Magos is January 6th. 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 And uh, another thing that apparently you didn't know when we were talking about this earlier is that it's very common practice to leave your shoe out and you get yeah, you I get did. extra gifts on January sixth. It'll be like this. small I little that dies. I know the kids give some this day. Yeah, right? yeah, that, yeah. That's it's, it. It's that's, just for the kids, I think. Oh, I don't okay. think like you're not. But, supposed you, but that's for the shoe thing too. Yeah, the you kid get an extra gift. The kid will leave the shoe out, and they're like, the, it's like small. It's kind of like the stockings, mm. right? Like that sort of thing. Except ah. that's on the other of Reyes Magos, and it's your shoe, not a sock hanging over a chimney. Got it's your shoe. You. Interesting. And so that that just represents like Los Reyes Magos bringing a, a gift yeah. or whatever. I don't know why it's the six. Somebody can, someone who's a better Catholic might be able to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> but the other major thing that happens on there is that we eat, we get together and we eat the Rosca de Reyes, mm-hmm. right? Which for uh, American culture or is king's cake king's cake yeah and they do the same thing right there's babies inside the cake uh, do they yes yeah there's babies inside of the but cake but they, they don't look the same though they're not decorated the same on top they're not like yeah. king's cake is yellow purple sprinkly like it it's, it's very Mardi Gras-esque right which yeah. like leads me to believe and again like this part of Louisiana I think there was a like a large it's French there's a it's there's a large French um, influence which was also Catholic mm-hmm from mm-hmm. when they established in, in that part of uh, yeah. the U.S. And so, again, it's, like, rooted in religion, but, like, celebrated slightly differently yeah. is, is kind of the, the thing. Do they do if you get the baby? Like, what's their thing? I, I don't know what they do. Because what the do babies. you do if you get the baby? So, okay. So, to, yeah. So, on, 
I was just going to describe the top. It has got like little uh, like dried fruits and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like green and red. And it kind of like looks like colors. the top of like the, 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 the gummies from the Paleta Payasos. You know, like the little... The <laughs> I little, love Paleta Payasos. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they But yeah, so anyway, so there's like... Let a, me ask you, sorry. Let me ask you this. How do you eat your Paleta Payaso? This says a lot about a person. Oh, man. I'm I'm fresh. I'm worried that I might eat it wrong. Yeah, well, let me, let me Are you know. saying... Are you like... Do I eat the gummies first and stuff? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, do me? you rip the gummies off? I don't. I or do you... I don't because I say the gummies to the end. Me too. I That's the, the elite. The, the, the elite way. I like eat. eat around the gummy and then like. I, the, Me too. I'll save it. No to, wonder. The, like the last bit, I can eat it until like it falls off. Then I'll go ahead and bite. The Literally, gummy. sometimes I'll even like rip it off and like set it set off it. to the oh, side. See, I never done that. You know what I'm saying? Just well, to make sure it's the last bite. <laughs> if 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 you if you're out there and you rip off the gummies or you bite the gummies first, he's got words for you. You're ghetto. So going back to the Rosca Reyes, I don't know how many babies there are in there, but if you get a little baby, then you are in charge of cooking the food on uh fat the next sun oh the next that was the next Sunday. No, oh. we do it like on Fat Tuesday, like that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With there's that's, that's right, that's right. Like the the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday. Yes. You're the one in charge of hosting. We're making tamales. I don't know if y'all, for y'all it's tamales, for my family specifically tamales. You have to make tamales. I don't think there's a specific thing. I think we do just food. Like, yeah, just food. Like it's, it's, it's a night of eating. Like I said, my family specifically tamales. Like te toca hacer los tamales or help make los tamales. For us, tamales are like very specific to Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'll have tamales any time of year. But yeah, so, no, nah, for that, sure. That's, I mean, I feel like tamales is definitely like a cold weather um, yeah. food. So but, yeah, you get the little baby, like, ah, oh, crap. Haha, <laughs> you're in charge of the tamales on for on Fat Tuesday, mm. and yeah, that's kind of and that's like obviously the big difference is that they don't even eat the rosca or the king's cake until Fat Tuesday. Well, some people, uh, yeah, they don't they don't eat it until Fat Tuesday, and then at that point it's Mardi Gras, so they're just celebrating Mardi Gras yeah. like for and I don't know if there's which a, I literally know nothing about. Yeah, I don't I've know much been. about it. I do really want to go. I was actually supposed to go, and then COVID started happening, and like it was kind of like oh, like I don't know if we Mardi should be Gras going definitely anywhere. seems like. It's not a religious thing. I know that it's <laughs> not it at did, all. But like, all I know, literally the one thing I know about Mardi Gras is there's beads involved and topless women. You know, and I'm sorry if that's. It sounds like a beautiful <laughs> tradition, but I don't know if it's rooted in religion. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry if that's like not indicative of Mardi Gras at all, and if I'm doing it a disservice, I apologize. But that's the only thing I there's, know because that's what's been portrayed to me. There's in the a media. lot of layers to it, I'm sure, but you know, it's not our experience. But who yeah. knows? I I definitely like to go out there and learn more about it. Um, okay, and so then I think now it's probably a good time to transition into some of the other like kind of traditions that that we found um, slightly uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that you brought up that I really really enjoy is la vibra. La vibra at weddings. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the full name of it? La vibra del mar, I think. Ah, that's right, la vibra del mar. Describe then, it. So, at least at our weddings, the way. You do it in two groups. First, the men and the women. The men, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Men and then women separately. Women go first. Yeah. And essentially, like, anyone that's at, like, the wedding can really do it. But it's usually led by someone that's, like, in the wedding party or, like, a, like a close friend. And the girls hold hands. They form know. a chain. They form a, Yeah, they form a human chain. And they prance, basically, around the ballroom. Like, they, like... Mm-hmm. you know it's oh. like very happy-go-lucky hey. are they supposed to be trying to knock down the bride or no I, I don't know about the women the men for sure i know the men are but i know i don't know i think I the women no are just like they just look so elegant and I, like they're full disclosure i've been to like two weddings 
so they hold hands and make a chain and they kind of just prance around mm-hmm. in between like everybody and have a good time but and then the the bride and groom are still like so they stand on chairs right and they mm-hmm. kind of form like a arch with each other yeah like, yeah so like they're and the or is it chairs or somebody man, holding them up the, so no it, what i've seen is chairs okay like they're on chairs and then i think it's the best man and the 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 maid of honor are like holding them okay so that, just like, kind of bracing them a little yeah, bit yeah bracing them um and i don't know if it's usually one or two guys i haven't been to a wedding in a while yeah and so then the girls prance the guys i don't know how y'all do do y'all hold hands yeah we hold hands we don't hold hands y'all don't hold hands we hold, we uh we grab each other by the belt buckle oh wait because you know we're vaqueros from durango you know <laughs> no the one so i've only participated in it once and i think oh, we held hands loser. yeah i've broken so many i told you i've been to two weddings bro and the other one didn't have it Whack. i've only seen it once so we we the way we do it is you grab the guy behind you by the belt okay by the front of your belt yeah and it's not like a the loose part of his belt or like his buckle like the front i mean if the guy has a buckle then you grab like just like you okay. know where you can like gr- get a good handle of the belt because you don't want to fall off no i've seen that happen you don't want to lose yeah bro and it gets dangerous i'd be like bro someone's definitely got her over there i don't know what happened but um you you take off regardless whether you hold hands or hold belt you form a chain as well you form a chain and you're a strong chain yeah the guys do yeah and like the women might too i mean you know but the thing is there's a lot more force exerted on the men's because we're going full speed running because we're running running around like the open part of like the ballroom like where there's like the dance floor is like you're, you're running, running through, through chair, the table, through, table. through chairs. Like you gotta jump over. Like there may be a kid that runs in the way. You gotta like you Yo, gotta truck stick the kid. If, Sorry, if you're a kid, mother, get out of the way. if you're a mother at the wedding, you better get your children because if they're yeah. in the way, they're getting ran over. Ran over, dog. Like you better put that phone down because yeah. like it's gone. Yep. Yeah, I've I've broken belt. I've broken a belt once or twice at least. I've I've let go on accident and like fallen and like flew off. Flew off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So they're they're running around right, like you said, throughout the whole uh, throughout tables, weaving in that in and out like a snake. And then they'll periodically come back to where the bride and groom. They're are. like running underneath and between. Yeah. And as they go, they kind of purposely like like nudge them with like yeah like they're trying to like kind of rub the 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 groom and make them fall off. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and it's just. A it's blast. so much fun. Yeah, yeah the I one time I did it, it, it was amazing. My homeboy fell off, and it was the funniest thing ever. He just, I just turn around, I see him rolling like three yards that way. He just, <laughs> it was great. That's definitely something I really want to do. It's so fun. It does require like a big wedding though, right? For yeah. it to be like worth it. Yeah, because it's not funny if you got like five guys. If well, it's not funny if you have like a hundred people at the wedding. That's also not funny. And then, you know there's 20 guys in line and then there's only like 40 guests to like run through mm-hmm. or whatever the math adds up to yeah, there right yeah. like it's it's fun when it's a huge area with a lot of people and you just kind of like i said you out there trying to hurt people almost yeah like i've, I've seen people get hurt yeah. like doing it but it's that's a, a blast fun, for sure another one that i just thought of that's also wedding related um is do you guys undress the groom undress the groom mm-hmm. uh, dude no i've never seen that never no so I the first I've seen it before here in the in the in the states at Mexican weddings, um, but they didn't go as I guess hard with it as they did in Mexico. But like for my cousin's wedding specifically, I remember the the men celebrating him right. So usually like the the groomsmen and then guys, family members, anybody else that's there can like kind of join in, and they toss the groom into the air. Right, and they're just tossing okay. him up, yeah, up and down. I've seen the toss. And uh-huh. as they're tossing him up and down, they're slowly taking off like one Not, piece of clothing well, at a time. I've never seen that. I've seen the toss. Up until like, you know, he's in his full like tux, right? Yeah, and they yeah. take his jacket off, pants, socks, 
up until he's basically just in his underwear. Yo, how are you like tossing in unclothing at the same time? Dude, I really don't know. That's I've only been skill. on the outer edge of the uh, the the undressing. I don't know. Okay, but like that's another one that I just thought of right now. That's right. something that I think would be cool to like kind of. Con- I don't know. See, even I you down to undress me at my wedding, bro? Say less. I'm down to undress <laughs> you on a random Tuesday night. What you mean? All right, pause. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, I don't know if there's any Ameri- um, American, uh, American traditions that I can like kind of think of. The only thing that came to mind earlier was... Uh, Which is like weddings? Yeah. Like, well, the only thing that I could kind of think of randomly was a bachelor and bachelorette do, parties. Do do Mexicans also have like best men and like whole courts or, what, or courts, whatever they're called, parties? I don't know. What they Wedding parties? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I wonder. And like, so, because I've found this out. Or I I've, think so. I've seen this recently. I think they do. Amongst people, like, to ask for your groomsmen and your what is the female equivalent of groomsmen a maid of honor bridesmaids your maid of honor no oh, all of them. sorry yeah the whole thing yeah you like have to propose to them like the groom gives the groomsmen's like, like a you whole ask th- them like yeah. will you be my with like a whole present like you present them with presents and like a little whether it's a box or letters i think that's and, like, maybe american that's what i'm saying i've in, seen that in, in americans yeah i don't know if mexicans do the same is what i'm saying I've i don't seen, think so but i've had know. a lot of friends start to get married like or friends that have friends that are getting married and when they get asked to be a part of in the you get asked to be in the wedding party yeah that's what i'm saying and so it's usually like a box or Mm -hmm. some kind of gift some people do like wine glasses some people do yeah i don't know what and you ask them to be in the wedding party with a gift yeah that's that's exactly what i'm talking about that's an american thing right i I don't know because i don't think it is like i don't know i'd have to ask somebody but i think the reason you do it is because you understand that like this person is assuming a responsibility of participating in like the planning of your wedding mm-hmm. like there's some financial responsibility and there's more of a personal responsibility to make sure that like i mean i get the idea know? behind it i just it was like a foreign concept to me but then again like yeah. i've been to like one or two weddings so yeah so do you have you thought about like do you want to have are you going to ask your your groomsmen i'm doing all that i don't what are you gonna know give me <laughs> am i your wedding <laughs> all right next topic uh, <laughs> But the other one that came to mind was bachelor and bachelorette parties. I don't know if I'm of if that's uh, I feel like done. That in, in I feel, feel like I've heard like like fiesta de soltero or despedida de soltero. Oh, you're I right. I think that's a thing. You're so right. I'm pretty sure that you're right. Oh, you want to hear a funny story? Actually, again about my cousin's wedding. <laughs> I hope okay. my cousin hope probably doesn't <laughs> this. He um, they the night before he got married, um, they were like went out. Like, we live in a pueblo, so, like, the nearest, like, kind of city-ish where you can go and have fun is about, like, 45 minutes away. And so, they did. Like, they they went and were there till, like, 5 or 6 in the morning and was stupid drunk. Came back and could barely, like... Like, he looked this like... This the, the night before the wedding. This is the night before the wedding. And now this is the day of the wedding, which, like, what it's, time like, is 1 the or wedding? 2 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? It's in the afternoon. Okay. Um, and he just looked like he was hungover. And I remember the uh, the father like paused the wedding and was like, "We're gonna go into like the the what do they call the little room?" You don't say. The little room that's off to the side. You don't say. Where you go and pray? Uh, I don't know. I I'm think sorry. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. Yeah, but like he pulled them in and like I don't know if he made him like do a confession or like do whatever, mm. but like lo regaño because <laughs> he looked terrible, bro, and like he was out like probably not doing things he was supposed to be doing yeah, the night yeah, before yeah. his wedding. That's funny, which I thought was hilarious. But uh, sorry, cousin. Put him um, on blast. Put him on blast. But stuff like that, yeah. Like I, I think some of it may be like interpretations of each other. Like and I think we'll see more and more of that in the future. And we've kind of talked about how kind of like 
especially with like social media and like the internet like some of these things can now kind of become global so mm-hmm. it's interesting to see if, if if we'll see more and more of that um Excuse another me. one that's kind of similar in, in uh in the way it's celebrated is quinceañeras Tiempo de vals, da, 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 da. Mm. yeah man quinceañeras the ones we've we've said the word quinceañeras several times in pe- on the podcast episodes. yeah and, and i think that just goes to show that it's such a part of the culture right yeah. like it's when you're growing up like it's a big part of like just if you're a guy like going to them being in them being a chambalan um if you're a girl having one right like celebrating like this coming of age other people out there exactly that it's a celebration of the coming of age of, think of a bar mitzvah of a think of a sweet 16 think of a sweet 16 <laughs> <laughs> right like um it's it's the exact same thing but bar mitzvah is a better one because it's kind of re- there's a religious aspect to it a little bit like there's a whole church there's uh, more tradition in it right like th- there's a lot of tradition like sweet 16s are just excuses to have extra a party parts. i mean th- there is like substance to like there being like a coming of age nah, aspect to it um <laughs> But for sure, like a bar mitzvah has more of like a, a uh, yeah, cultural like significance the, the, to it. I'm right? not going to speak on because I'm not Jewish, but I know they have to like read the Torah and they got to do a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a quinceanera, right? You have first a misa mm-hmm. and then you have the actual like party. Um, one of the biggest things is like, right, at least here, like you get in a limo and just ride around for two hours and Where, walk they, around what, a what mall. Do you do? Oh my God. <laughs> The quinceañeras at the mall. Yo. Let, bro, nowadays, that, I'd be like, bro, why is... Uh, um, let me just tell y'all, it, eight it, kids doesn't, at it doesn't look cool, guys. Like, <laughs> I get it. Y'all having a blast. Go to like a park or something. Don't go to I the mall. I mean, that's mall. my thing. Like, what else are they going to do? Yeah, that's true. But like... Like, what else are you going to do on a Saturday when you are... 13, 14, 15, 16 years old? That's very old, fair, I guess. But like, I don't know. Maybe With just, a limo. Like, you know, like, as, like, when we were that age, on a Friday, like, obviously, just on a regular Friday, we would go chill at the mall. I mean, I would. Uh, I don't know about you. I was a loser. Oh, that's right. Gotta keep telling you this. I would go chill at the mall, like, be seen. I just want to be seen, you know what I'm saying? Go, like, meet some people, like, you know, be cool, X, Y, Z. So, yeah, you're dressed up, you got a limo, like, hey, let's pull up to the mall. Yeah, so, uh, any any non-Latinos that go to, like, North Park on a Saturday, and you're wondering why there's a a I don't think they let them in at North Park anymore. I definitely was just at North Park, like, two weeks ago, and I definitely saw one. Oh, really? I promise you, yeah. They're at the gallery all the time, I know that. Are they? So, yeah, if if y'all are wondering why there's, like, a a young girl, like, in a big-ass poofy dress and a whole bunch of dudes matching... That's that. That's why. Yep. They're they're there. They're waiting for the actual party at five o'clock because they have these three hours to kill. Yeah. Um, that's great. But uh, but yeah. So like, it, there's a lot. And there's a in the quinceanera. Yeah, I was about to say there's to a lot in the quinceanera. Smaller have, traditions. Uh, another thing is like you have padrinos for everything. Mm-hmm. You have padrinos which are just an excuse to have other people pay for parts of the of the, of the party. Well, you have padrinos for weddings too, right? Like, isn't that a thing? I think so, and it's also an excuse to pay for things for the, we- mm-hmm, for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yep, padrino uh, de anillos, padrino de yeah, yeah, yeah. XYZ. Padrinos de, of every of everything. Um, padrino, for like quinceañera, there's like a padrino de, de like uh, um, like the gift, right? Like the big yeah, there's gift. like a big gift. A there's big one gift big gift that they're supposed to be getting. Yeah, I think yeah. my sister got a stereo player for hers. <laughs> Imagine it ain't that we thought it was cool. I was, I was like, like, oh, this is so cool. Well, what year was that? Like. Oh nice. No, I mean how old my sister? I don't know how old your sister is. Thirty-one. So, what? Sixteen years ago. Twenty twenty-one. Oh, we can't do math. Two thousand five. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. That's about that time. Two thousand four, two thousand five. Around that time. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. So getting like a big stereo, like a big, you know, it was cool. Um. 
bumping that thing but up then all it's night. like there's the actual tradition of right like having chamadanes mm-hmm. like having um are they called damas sure calling having damas um like chambelan de honor there's a main there's, one there's a chambelan de honor there's the uh el baile de la última muñeca oh yeah is a big, and that's what, like <laughs> and i'm sure that i don't think that one's that that's that, weird right because that represents the last doll that a father is giving to his Aww. daughter right like this is the last mm-hmm. toy that and she, the, the cambio de zapatilla or whatever the, yeah 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 so it, it's it's again celebrating like first heel someone's coming a, a young lady is coming into her, her womanhood, womanhood. Mm. um it's a beautiful thing really it All is really cool aside. and that's one that i definitely that's a cool tradition for sure are you gonna if you have daughters would you encourage them to have a quinceanera? If I have a daughter, yes, but <laughs> I'm about to get canceled. Speak. I'd rather not have a daughter. Why not? Oh, because you I suck. want a little. I want a, I want, I want a you little. can have both. Yeah, right? you can try. I mean, who knows? Right? You don't get to pick. Don't shame me for my. I I don't know. All right. Okay. We don't know. That's fine. Anyways, I would definitely because I definitely it's like definitely that, a cool that tradition. Be a like, I'll moment. keep it going if it's if that's that's it's, it's for dope. sure. It's dope. And, and the yeah. American equivalent of having like a sweet sixteen again, like I, I guess to me, I just not, not not that familiar. A lot of people don't have them. Like, right, like, in, in high school, like, someone saying, oh, yeah, I'm having Sweet 16 would be kind of, like, very rare. Yeah, it's not very um, And I, I don't think there's a, as much emphasis, importance. And, yeah, behind yeah. it. So maybe that's why we it's don't really have It's definitely, like, a, a huge, huge part of Mexican culture. And I'm not going to let you get away with it without talking with, like, the bals and the baile sorpresa. The bals and the baile sorpresa. I don't know if a baile sorpresa is as typical. Like, for instance, in Mexico, they might not do that part. I don't I know. Wonder. Maybe. Yeah. I, I know. But the baile sorpresa was the chance to get down. <laughs> <laughs> if you were in the 15, you, you like, practiced either one oh, of two things. You either practiced for like, Bro, going for like three months. was terrible. Or you practiced for like a week straight because y'all didn't practice like Literally, every, like right before. Yeah. yeah. Like there was always the one guy that would never go to practice. Yeah. And you'd have a choreographer. I was only ever like in two, so yeah, I was in one. And you'd have a choreographer, and you had to then this little choreography to like. So the balls was like the formal one. You had like a slow little waltz type, da, 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 da. and it's always the same song. It's Tempo de Balls by Cheyenne. Yeah, it's always that song. Or, I remember. I mean, just not always, I remember but, just standing and swaying a lot. I would have to like. Yeah, there's like an L step that we would do. I don't know. And then the Bailes Sorpresa was just to whatever song the girl wanted to do. And yeah, and like, you can get down. You know yeah, what I'm you get down. It was, it was, Nowadays they probably do like Meg or something. I don't know. <laughs> Meg the Stallion. At the 15. <laughs> I don't know about all that, chief. If that's the case, I don't want to do a 15. Hey, but you know, whenever we were growing up, that's when like uh, dance groups were a really big thing. Like, oh, is that a thing? Guy dance cadets. groups were huge. Cadets, cadets, bro. Yo, I wanted to be a cadet so bad. I hated these guys. <laughs> so, I was like, these cadets guys. are basically like for higher dance crews of like these dudes who swear they're like the hottest shit they're like, i mean and they were back in the game maybe that's why i'm a hater looking now. back yeah i was like whatever but they were be, they peaked from, but whatever yeah they <laughs> definitely peaked all cadets <laughs> definitely peaked in high school if you're a cadet you definitely peaked in high school and if you didn't i'm sorry because they act like they were like they would get hired like every that's weekend cool. it was a cool thing like hey, if if i had been i, mean, I wanted cool to be one then, yeah i mean i didn't want to be one because i don't really I care did. about dancing but it, it, it looked cool and i'd be like dang all the girls probably want to dance with this dude because yeah. he's out here you know he's got gloves on yeah, you know well, He's telling me. Yeah, he's like, bro, ooh. the tuck kids. Oh my God. <laughs> Doing the, ooh. I wonder if that was across the border if we saw mo- more of that here in Texas. I wonder if they even saw it like in Houston. I don't know, like in other in parts. In Houston, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like, like I don't know how, or like California, like even other. That's what I'm Mexicans, saying. Like, like, I wonder what? in Cali, like if they had like those kind of like. And then, you know what's crazy? Dance I, groups. They would like wear like Navy looking uniforms. Some of them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of them would it wear, depend. Like, like, like they look like cadets. They like, would wear either cadet or they would wear like matching like 
clothes like it'd be like tall tees that had the name of like the dance group yeah no on, that's like, what i'm saying shirts. so usually the ones that, like uh, I, I saw a lot of them that like during the like uh boss section when they were formal they had like the little oh cadet i wore suit. cadet for when i was in chamberlain i wore a cadet suit oh did you one of them. Mm-hmm. yeah so they would wear like cadet suits with like they look like little soldiers or whatever mm-hmm. and then in the bite of they usually had some like matching ensemble like a t-shirt with yeah the name or... it was like a tall tee they had the spray painted uh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the old school like, yeah, like oh. rest in t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> yeah but cadets what a time what a time but then no i mean in general like quinceaneras i think are a very cool tradition to kind of um move on and and keep going with uh, i think some of them would even have a sword (laughs) they carry like fake swords (laughs) (laughs) at least as long as it's not one of the rotc guns you know (laughs) you're not about to bash rotc (laughs) that's a whole other topic oh my god but um man so um, that was one that stood out to us um is there anything else that, that, that you kind of wanted to jump into? We, oh, we've already kind of spent a lot of time yeah, talking about gone, some of these. Yeah, kind of long. I don't know. There's a few more. I think we have more on the list. I don't know if you want to go over there. We have the more on time. the list. Um, I guess, let me take a look here. Rapid fire them. Guys, we're sorry. Rapid fire, right? I don't want to rapid fire these. I think some of them we can revisit. I guess just to let you know. Just to bring them up. Just to kind of mention some of these, right? Like we like piñatas were something that like are a, a oh hold a, on we gotta spend a little bit of hard, time because that's similar to the quinceanera that's that's your step into manhood as as a guy you think so yeah Being able to break it no 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 no, no <laughs> not when you whenever they whenever you're the one in charge of the piñata oh when they finally hand you that, the cord is that what you're and you're the one that's yanking it and pulling it ha- have you been able to no we haven't had a piñata in a while like my family like we don't have any kids right now like we have and very few no kids. kids the yeah, there's not that many kids in the family. So yeah, and the, and the piñatas are definitely for yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't had a lot of that. Where uh, do you know where their their piñatas are like rooted in? Like kind of what their origin Dude, story is. Dude, I did, is? I did. Like the I, I forgot now because the typical piñata, like I mean, most of the time you get like fun ones that are like in the shape of a Power Ranger or whatever. But the typical one is like a star looking thing. The one that has the and cones. there's a specific number of like I would always points. wear whenever one of the cones would as fall a, up. I would wear it as a hat. <laughs> yeah, dude. And so there's like a, a specific number of points, and they're meant to represent something. I just forgot. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I mean, okay. So so based on this, like, quick, maybe okay. Uh, another uh, point uh, that we can make: the research uh, department uh, probably needs to work a little bit harder. And uh, Kevin and I are both the research department, so <laughs> maybe we'll come with better research next time. But in general, right, piñatas, one, they're, they're very Mexican, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's it's a, a Mexican, um, I guess, tradition, or, like, it, it, that's where it, it really comes from. Uh, and I see here, right, it's archaeological evidence shows that it's an Shit, Aztec, we're, we're Mayan. Archaeology. Guys, we're about to get some knowledge. <laughs> well, they had their own, like, right, Mayans, Aztecs, and, like, other, like, indigenous groups in Mexico had their own version of, like, what a piñata was. Um, and so they were made of clay and, and you would break them with a stick, right? So what we see now is like you have a stick and, but now it's cardboard. And like you said, a lot of them, the more traditional looking ones are the ones that look like a star that have the cones on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like paper mache mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're but, filled with candies. So yeah, we didn't even describe it. They're filled with candies. Kids take turns beating them with a stick as somebody yanks them. They're usually blindfolded. If they're not blindfolded, that's kind of whack. So that's, that, that's a, a difference now because... When I was younger, we used to blindfold all the time, but nowadays we don't as much. You just I mean, it's go. dangerous, but whatever. And you spin them around a couple it of times is. just to disorient them, and then you sing a little song. Yeah. You're 
and uh yeah it's honestly like a really fast song like when you're up yeah, it's there, not very much it's like 15 seconds yeah max. i'd be like hey dog like I sometimes just, they sing it fast on purpose yeah i know but when you're older they definitely be yeah. singing it yeah when the little kid That's goes how up you balance there, it yeah the little kids be up there there's like three can barely hold the stick and be like and then when the little 10 year old badass kid comes up there with this get him out um and then the can then you break the pinata candy falls and it's a scramble falls out and everyone just every man for themselves parents included sometimes hey bro sometimes parents that had like three or four year old kids they would use their kids like they literally pick the kid and be like come on it's like yeah man and then you usually you usually if you're smart like with those cone ones or with any of them you get like a piece of the piñata that's like and that's your bucket because yeah. you can't hold that much in your that's hands what, yeah, right yeah. so like the small ones you get a piece of the piñata and you stuffed it like that's that's your little receptacle that you take as your a kid it winnings. was like who could get the most candy yeah like you know especially if there was really good candy i'd definitely been to somewhere like the candy yeah. was like bullshit i'd be like what I mean, the fuck is this an apple what yeah. the fuck is this <laughs> Is this a fucking toothbrush? Is this a cacahuate? <laughs> oh, I guess. This is whack. Bro, that's so whack. Nah, you gotta put pulparindos and bombazos oh, in them dude, things, bro. Yeah, you gotta Lucas, pelones, everything, dude. Nowadays, like, I just kind of want a couple of pieces, you know, like, I'm cool with just going <laughs> in and grabbing my one or two and, and we out. But um, but we we've seen them spread everywhere. Like even in the U.S., right? Like it's like there's piñatas. Let's get some piñatas for the party, bro. Yeah, it's been appropriated a little bit. <laughs> Um, but 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 I think as long as like there's a respect for like you know where they came from, mm-hmm. like I think it can be kind of okay. Yeah, I didn't mean to go that much into it, but yeah, I mean piñatas are iconic. It's definitely a nice for like, sure. Iconic. And I I, I definitely want to keep doing that, and, and maybe even do like the whole blindfold thing, like kind of keep it like really rooted to yeah, it. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, no, was, I didn't know that. I'm, I look being forward able to getting the rope was a uh, yeah. Did he know getting nah, up on the roof and uh, pulling it? That's that's a sign. That's when you're a man. Dang. Yeah. I'm a man, did, mom. Yeah. I've done this several times now. I'm an expert on the cool. I, I like hoeing the kids that like be bad as. Hey, that's the other thing, bro, you know. Making them swing and you, miss. That's my yeah. favorite part. <laughs> Besides breaking the pinata, nothing feels cooler than being the guy that broke the pinata. Like you know what I'm saying. But like, being on the other side of that, especially day, if there's like a cute girl that's you know like you'd be like, I'm gonna show her who can break this pinata. Mira, mira, Stephanie, cómo lo hago. I'm like, I'm fucking like 13. So okay, so all right. Yeah, that was one. I was mm-hmm. just gonna rapid fire back. Rapid fire back to rapid fire. So I don't know. There's like a bunch of like little things on here. Um, the other those niños, mm. right? One that and now these are more ones that kind of dive into and and maybe th- this one specifically we'll definitely have to revisit because it's huge, right? It was like the other those muertos. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll Halloween. have to, we'll have a whole another one. That's and, and maybe we'll do that closer to like the Halloween yeah. time, where like it's, if it, we're around till then. Contextually, <laughs> we will be because our listeners be- got us. But I think for like context, right? Like it's it's they're very different, but they're similar just because like you know the time frame and I think just like the image, the fact that it has to do with the afterlife and there's like skeletons. Like I think that's literally the only yeah, similarity. probably so. Like like they're, and they're, they're very very different, but there's some some kind of overlap to them. Um, and the fact that they're both in fall. And like I think there's, there's going to be more and more other. overlap. Like they just like it's really easy to distinguish that when you're in mexico and when you're like an american mm-hmm. but now that we kind of have like this dual identity right like i think that's kind of what i'm speaking to like there would be more of a melting pot of these two things that just kind of is going to sure, happen i don't know because i ain't gonna i gonna hold you um i don't fuck with halloween like at all yeah you don't like halloween all that nah, much but i but what about your significant other she fucking loves halloween <laughs> she's into the occult and i don't glorify the occult in any way shape or form <laughs> I, I don't know why like they i they used to tell me it was like 
the devil's birthday and i believed it i think and it just stuck with me but again that goes back to earlier when we were talking about one of the original episodes with folklore they being my parents Parents just like making shit up to scare kids yeah but no yeah uh, i we definitely i definitely want to revisit that one and touch it because i think that's such a beautiful part of our culture like the imagery it's it's just and it's honestly one that myself and my family like we don't celebrate same z's like at all but i definitely want to like go in and like i definitely want to go to mexico and be there for this for sure exactly Me, me too um Another one that is is kind of weird because it it really means nothing to I guess us in particular, but there's definitely some meaning behind it. Is like Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. right? And I think the only real point that I want to make is while it really has no significance to like ninety nine percent of like Mexicans, so like here in the U S. it's kind of just this appropriated like a day of appropriating mexican culture and excuse to drink like margaritas and get drunk and like you know like wear like a sombrero i guess like do what like americans think mexicans do Mm -hmm. there is some significance to it like in puebla right like in like you know in in a pocket of mexico but it's not a tradition like i think americans project upon us Mm. because like yeah i mean it's nothing yeah i'll admit that i don't resonate with it very much i know what it i know it's like uh, representation of La Batalla de Puebla mm-hmm. um, but that's about the extent of my knowledge but the actual right. day itself has become now just more of an American tradition yeah here for sure for it's sure. almost kind of how they treat St. Patrick's yeah. Day yeah it, but, but but I think there's actually been more of an embracing <clears throat> of St. Patrick's Day versus Cinco de Mayo versus Cinco de Mayo like because like, there's a lot of Mexicans that just like, don't embrace it at all yeah because like, it, 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 there's not a lot of significance to, to it for us um, but again like in Puebla I know it's a big deal I don't know um, so that's one and then there was a couple of other that like the, the one that I thought was the last one that, that I'll kind of touch on was Thanksgiving right one that is a very American tradition that I think now as Mexican Americans ourselves we and I don't know if you have but like our family has like kind of tried to celebrate it and it's been very yeah, weird because we have no idea because mm-hmm. um, yeah there's zero at, at least that I'm aware of like zero connection between thanksgiving and it being celebrated throughout like Lat- like latino culture at all because it's, it's, sure it's, there it's yeah there's none but it's there very were funny no pilgrims because we sit down and like do it on thanksgiving and we'll be like all right what, what are we doing today so that's no. uh that's the only other one that that i can leave that one we do it but i'm cool if we don't see my only thing is that like i definitely have accepted it because i mean i am american right like i was born here so I kind of have accepted it as a thing that I... I just hate the food, which is whack. Yeah, I don't like turkey. It's such, so whack. Yeah. Just whack. But what if we make it our own? I guess the, we have to eat turkey, right? Because it's like a thing. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. If we're going to make it our own and make like tamales, tamales or menudo or whatever. For us, like, hey, like, like Thanksgiving is to me the sign of when like tamales start to get made. Like that's about when like we start doing it, like in late November right before christmas mm-hmm. so that's the significance it has to me like thanksgiving's here oh tamales season's here like we almost there but yeah, um, but yeah i think uh th- there's some definitely more here that we can talk about but i think we, we've we've done a pretty good job of uh addressing some of the ones that really stood out to us um any final regards nope but i have a surprise oh, it's not a surprise because you knew it was coming we have the return of the segment <sighs> and i think i came up with a name y'all let us know if it's if it's dope or oh, not okay there's a name to it okay it's, cool really rudy Fuck. really all right this is based off my last performance <laughs> it is yeah. really okay. i want everyone out there to know i have a terrible 
syndrome. I don't know. I, I, I get stage fright. Well, we're about to find out. So I'm going to ask you some more questions. This time it's not going to be to finish the lyrics. It's just going to be ask kind of, uh, sorry, it's just going to be like general knowledge questions. Okay. Like a little bit of pop culture, whatever. <sighs> yeah, you Mexican related questions. All right. Kind of like trivia, basically. All right. Cool. You like trivia. So yes. play my shit. All right. Sure. Really, Rudy? All right. That's what I like to hear. All right, man. We're going to go through these pretty quickly here, but we'll see what, what you got. All right. All so right. these are. Wish our, me luck, guys. I think I got like maybe four or five of them. So we're good. good. I think they're pretty easy. Okay. But I said that about the lyrics and you fumbled. So All of them. Hey, I knew those songs, guys. Yeah, whatever. Heads up. Whatever. Uh, number one. Okay. You ready? Mm hmm. All right. Can I do so, math questions? What iconic TV character has the following catchphrase? No contaban con mi astucia. God damn it. <laughs> dude. Oh my God. There's no way. I, I, I would be guessing at the random ones that I know. So you definitely don't know. Right? You don't know. I do not know. It's a Chapulín Colorado, bro. This is like, I was, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I wasn't going to know that. I didn't, so you know what? To be fair, I'd never watched that. Yeah, it's up. iconic. Okay. I didn't watch Chapulín Colorado, but it's iconic. But I could see it and, you know, like identify with it. But I, I, I wouldn't, I never watched a single episode, maybe, maybe. but like the 30 seconds that. I, I would argue it's iconic and you should know it anyways. But that's fine. It's okay. <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. The next one is similar because it's just, it's Chespirito again. But this time it's Chavo del Ocho. Did you watch Chavo del Ocho? Well, you're about to fumble Is this one, Is that the too. one that's like... Dun, 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 So, there's three main characters, right? Like the mm -hmm. three kids, right? Chavo, Kiko, and La Chilindrina. What are each of their signature... The, the way they cry? Because they have very specific ways that they cry. That's Kiko. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, how do they cry? I just remember that one because that's the one that I was that's like... That's not his cry. He would be like... I don't, I don't want to sound do like it. an idiot no, on camera. Go Give me your impersonation. No. <laughs> go. It's off. Come on. I just remember he would go into the corner and turn around and yeah. then just be like, oh, I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. All right, it, cool. it wasn't, it, I wouldn't say it was more like a. Okay. Like, but he would go into the corner and turn around. Yeah. What about Chavo and Chilindrina? Uh, I think that was the hardest one, Kiko, and you got that one. Uh, that Chilindrina, I just remember being mad dramatic. Yeah. I just remember, I, I, but I can't like. Garner uh, the way she cried. A, a recreation, yeah. What about Chavo? I don't remember Chavo's at all. Bro, oh my god, you suck. What would uh, he say? What would Chavo he do? Chavo would go. <gasps> oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. And then Chilindrina would go. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. I remember. Oh god, dude, how did you not know that? Okay, all right. All but right. that one I I watched a little bit more. Okay, this one is a history one, and this one is a tradition, and I didn't want to bring it up for the sake of this question. But we can oh. talk. Have an episode on this like later. Okay. So, what is the name of the first? His, sorry. What is the name of the historical figure who gave El Grito de Dolores? Also, what did the Grito signify or call for? Like, what was the Grito for? Say that question one more time. What is the name of the historical figure who gave El Grito de Dolores? Also, what did that Grito signify slash call for? You don't know what El Grito de Dolores is. This one is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck? I'm a fraud. Bro, you this is really Rudy. Oh really Rudy? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I have stage fright. 
oh my dude, el grito de Dolores, first off, was Miguel Hidalgo. And it was on, I was going to say, it was Mexican Independent, like when he okay, came right. out and said, the Viva Mexico, you know how on Mexican Independence Day, mm-hmm. that's a grito de Dolores. Oh, okay. I'm not going to shame myself for not knowing. Like, what? All right. I'm sorry, guys. Next. I'm so sorry. All right. There's more? There's two more. There's two oh more. Oh, my They're God. They're fast. This one is a sport. These next two are sports questions, so we might lose like half our viewers. <sighs> In 1999, what team did Mexico beat to win their one and only Confederations Cup? Was it Brazil? Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Sports is where hey, he shines. Hey, shout out to the sports. Sports is where he shines. All right. And I think you're going to get this one. And you should okay. get this one for sure. All right. I'll try. What Mexican-born basketball player played with the Dallas Mavs from 2000 to 2004? Oh, bro, shout out to Eduardo Najera. Hey! That was my dog, bro. That was like my icon growing up. <laughs> I was a Mexican playing basketball in the city of Dallas. There's no person. I knew you'd get that one. That I, I saved that one for the end. I really loved like, and respected. I said that one to the end. In case you fumbled all the other ones, you'd, you'd end on a high note. Oh, here's, here's a random. Uh, I'm throwing one back at you. Uh, can you name another Mexican, Mex- Mexican NBA player right now? The guy that plays for the Warriors. I, can't, I don't know his name. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I forget his name. His name's like Juan. Uh, he's like, I, I can't pronounce. He's mixed, no? He's mixed, yeah. But I mean, you know, yeah, he's some def- representation. Shout out yeah, to yeah. the guy. Yeah. Uh, Juan Toscano Anderson. Yeah, I don't know his name, but I know, I know he the words. Yeah. Shout out to the boy. No, I mean. He did uh, a little bit better this time, but Jesus Christ, Rudy. I'm Can sorry. All right. But I knew that. I was just scared to answer incorrectly. Yeah, whatever. And then I sound like an idiot. Yeah, whatever. That's my excuse. Well. <laughs> on that note uh, thank you guys so much again for listening this week again if there's anything that uh, we didn't share I think today we went over kind of some of the bigger ones plug maybe, the, uh, the may- socials maybe one of these days we'll jump into some of the, like, the, the smaller ones um, or even like one of the other bigger ones that deserve its own episode but um, yeah too hard don't forget to uh, you know like comment subscribe we're on the we're on the YouTube we're on the Instagram uh, and my Instagram is Rudy.dtx Coach Kev Ortiz and the Scattered Roots pod for the uh, the page and then we have we're on tiktok as well so um make sure you guys you know interact respond we've gotten some people like send us some uh some suggestions and like some feedback on there so we always really appreciate that in review that you want to leave on apple podcast again i will immensely appreciate it shout if you out want to, me to ask rudy more questions send them to me don't ask me more <laughs> questions that's one thing that I'm, i i will not advocate for because right. this shit is getting ridiculous <laughs> but uh nah any any final remarks nah man All right, thank you guys so much. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day, and thank you again for listening.